welcome to In the Rising podcast with Bettina Brown. I have chosen this platform to talk about living a life that's in alignment with your hopes, your dreams, and your goals, and your vision of success and living a life that you are proud of today and in the days to come. And I really enjoy having conversations with people who have taken that extra step, that scary step into the unknown and doing things that are really important to them. And so today my guest is Laura Chung, who did quit her job and what we all think or what we're taught is success, traveled the world and come to understand the universal laws. She also understands and explains her own privilege in the opportunity to quit her job to do those things. But all of us can learn from someone else and we are learning from her travels, from her experience. And so I welcome you to listen today. So I am beyond thrilled to have you on my podcast, Laura. I am a manifest guru, as in I love it. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I think it's always evolving. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I read your book, How to Manifest, Make Your Dreams a Reality in 40 Days. And there are basic principles to manifestation that are essential. And you talk about the laws, the universal laws. And we know about the law of attraction, but mm-hmm. share one thing about that you feel that people are not aware of when it comes to universal laws that they have not heard maybe. Yeah. So I'm an energy healer. So that's one thing to keep in mind that there is a physical and energetic um, realm to manifesting and everything starts at the energetic level. So a lot of people are aware of the law of attraction because of all the books that have been out there in the secret. But the law of attraction is just one of many universal laws. And I focus on, I think I mentioned 13 in the book. Um, And one thing that people might not know is that everything we do, every thought we have has like an energetic signature and it all matters. So learning about all of them and incorporating them into your life can really help you understand that it's not just your thoughts that you fundamentally have to shift your state of being in order to manifest. And I know that sounds really intense, <laughs> like, oh my God, I have to change. But um, but essentially, like we're talking about um, energy is something you can't see, but it's all around us. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I could go off on a tangent, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> And I I like that you do mention energy because we use that vocabulary in our everyday life. You know, I feel you, I'm vibing with you, their energy brings me down, or they, I always feel invigorated afterwards. We, we subconsciously know what that is. We're just not maybe aware of it. And you also emphasize the subconscious that, you know, really 95% are a great deal. If anyone wants to argue statistics of our life is really in our subconscious. How do you how do you recommend people to really hone in on that? Yeah, so uh, it's so interesting because most people think of manifesting as like um, like even the people that I've been speaking to recently um, just see it as the material realm. So this is the thing that I want, and I need to go after it. I need to chase it. I need to make a plan, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> I'm like. The quickest way, and I don't like using the word quick because it implies that this is easy, 
But the first thing you should consider when you're manifesting is your subconscious, your um, belief systems, everything that you were taught and that you've taken on since you were a child is literally um, embedded in your programming. And a lot of that for a lot of us who are marginalized, who are women, who are BIPOC, We've adopted this way of perceiving this world that is limiting and and inherently a lack of, for lack of a better word, scarcity, right? Like we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not enough to have space, we're not enough to show up. And so looking at your subconscious, and it's the subconscious, so there's many different techniques to get there, but really looking at our inner realm is going to like, it's literally when you start working on that and your inner work, like everything starts happening. And you share your own story of inner work as well, that you were frustrated with your successful life. That was what we all envisioned, this, this, this corporate, corporate. And you and you did some traveling and met people who were living the life that you wanted. Share some aha moments or one aha moment along the way where you thought, this is exactly what I want and I can have it. Yeah. So I worked in private equity in New York City, probably like the 1% of the 1% of the population. And what I noticed working there were these were some of the richest people with all the wealth and resources, but they were so miserable. So I started asking myself, like, what is that? You know, um, I thought money was the problem, the, the solution to all the problems. And so I realized it wasn't money per se. And I think there's a book called Social that says um, they've done studies on this where people need a minimum of $75,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And then anything after that, uh, their happiness decreases. So I was like, what is that? So when I started traveling full time and traveling to these places where, okay, maybe people weren't um, like rich the way that we think of rich in America, but they were like living wealthy lives. They had community, mm -hmm. they had um, music and art, and they were doing what they loved. So really like, what is wealth? That's where I all, always start with people. Like, what does it mean to you? Because the etymological root word of wealth is health. So like, it's not just money, it's the health of your relationships, mm -hmm. your mental, emotional, spiritual body? And also, are you doing something that you love? Because believe it or not, like going back to energy, when you do something that you don't like or love, it drains your energetic body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. It does drain you. And then that just flows over that drain into so many other parts of their life, especially, for example, if people are unhappy in their, in their occupation or career. It just pulls yes. them down in so many other ways. And you also mentioned in your book that you questioned for a moment, there are so many books on manifestation. Do they need one more for me? And you said, yes, because I haven't written one. <laughs> I have not put <laughs> my own personal impact on that, that imprint. And share a little like, like how that feels now to, to manifest, to physically have in front of you what you had envisioned at one time. So, um, well, first I just want to say, you know, we all start from somewhere because we all experience this life at the intersections of our privilege, right? Like, and so it was very, I had a lot of privilege that I was allowed to 
work and then be able to quit my job. So I just want to say that first. Second, um, it's, it becomes so real. That's what I'm saying. Like the energy of it, it becomes so real that you believe it even before it shows up. So like, I always knew that I wanted to write a book and I was already talking about it on TikTok and Instagram. Like I was already sharing about it. So the fact that it came, the opportunity came, it was like, of course, because like I had believed it so much that it was just a matter of time. And that's where you want to get to, you know, you want to mm -hmm. believe it before you see it. Yes, absolutely. And you mentioned here that we are always manifesting, which I believe as well. The question is, are you creating the life you want to live? When you are working with people and you ask that question, what, what is your more typical response when, when you ask something like that? I would say most people are not living their dream lives and it's always the same reason. It's because they're not um, living in alignment with their authenticity. And that word also gets thrown around a lot. Like, what does that mean, right? It means following the whispers of your soul and your intuition and not being afraid to share it and express it. So like... For me, growing up with immigrant parents and all my family and friends are like lawyers and doctors and saying that I was quitting my job at the age of 35 um, and not really knowing what I wanted to do. I felt really lost and I was just wandering this world and having the courage to just stand up and say, that's me. That's my path. It has nothing to do with you. And so it really takes confidence the will to like stand up for yourself and be like, this is my life and this is what I'm doing. And a lot of people are afraid to do that for good reason, because we're wired for connection. We're wired to feel validated mm -hmm. by the people around us because we're social beings. So like a lot of people um, know inherently in their subconscious that once they branch out and do something different, that they might get, you know, um, looked at and ostracized and been like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and not everyone has to understand your path. Right. You know, exactly. You, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exactly. you have done a lot of things you've, and, and it's, you know, I can feel the energy from New York to New Mexico of, of how excited you are with everything that you're doing. Um, <laughs> Share one thing that you you still feel that you're manifesting that you feel comfortable sharing. Like, what is on the yeah. rise for for Laura? Chuck? Oh, I love this question because I ask my friends this all the time. Um, I just really like in. It doesn't matter to me in what like medium, but doing more podcasts, speaking to more people about this topic, because I think a lot of people in the last, I've noticed two and a half years, have um, lost hope, because they're like, what's the point? This world is crashing down, and everything is like against us. And yes, the reality of the situation is that we live in this current reality, but also there is hope. There is a place for all of us. There is... Um, if we have the confidence and the will, and also if we band together as a collective, we can make it possible. And so 
however that shapes out to be, um, I would love to speak to more people. I would love to write another book. I would love to, yeah, just keep um, cultivating community around this. Yeah. Well, cultivating community is a, is a wonderful thing. And I, I feel the world would love to feel that connection and to be a part of something. And so thank you from, from my view for putting that out there and just raising the vibration of other people individually and then also communities. I'm very grateful for your work. And thank you so much for being on this podcast. Laura Chung is just this ball of energy. I can't help but smile when I talk about this interview how to manifest. And this is an incredible book. And one of the things I really enjoyed was this line that says, yes, there are so many books and YouTubes and articles written about manifestation. Why do I need to do it? And she goes, because I haven't done it. And I think that is something that is important for every single one of us to do. Why should I have another podcast on talking on living a life that's in alignment with your hopes, dreams, and goals? Because there is no Bettina Brown out there besides this one who's done that. Every single one of us has something unique to bring to that table, and we should own that. And we enjoy that. So if you felt this podcast was beneficial and you know someone would really like to hear about Laura or would be interested in manifestation and learn more about this topic, go ahead and share this podcast. I also invite you to leave a heartfelt review of this podcast because that way we can reach more people, put it in the hands and ears of those that it can make a difference for. And I would like to just thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me today because it's that one thing we do not get back. And so until next time, let's keep building one another up.